0: I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits. that Alice Cooper, whose real name is Vincent Damon Fernier, got his stage name from a ghost communicating through a Ouija board.
1: Uh, no, I didn't, but that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty... Makes me like him even more, because <laughs> Feed My Frankenstein is a <laughs> awesome song. Shout out to Wayne's World, because that's the first time I heard about Alice Cooper. So there you go.
0: Well, he claimed that during a, a, one of these sessions with the Ouija board, that the entity speaking through it told him that he was a reincarnation of a 17th century witch by that same name. That's badass. (laughs) So. Yeah. So tonight we are going to discuss the origins of the Ouija board. The history behind the Ouija or Ouija board is a bit convoluted. So I'm going to try to keep it as concise as possible without going off onto different tangents because it's very easy to do. So before we get started seeking the truth behind the spirit board, let's tell our listeners what we are sipping on tonight.
1: Yeah. So we are drinking a drink that we have dubbed the Ouija. The Ouija. Uh, or Ouija. Ouija. Um, and so you want to double this if for two, is mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's one and a half ounces of bourbon. Which one, we use
0: makers 45, 46, sorry.
1: Yeah, makers 46. Mm-hmm. Um, so one ounce of Aperol. Half an ounce of simple syrup, uh, one orange wedge. Which
0: we had frozen. We had
1: frozen these. for. I, I think if you had listened to our podcast before, we had the um, the Lillette, yeah. which we had some frozen oranges. So that's what we decided to use. Yep. And then three ounces of Prosecco. Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty good. It's damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's get started.
1: Yeah. Let's go for it.
0: The story behind the Ouija board begins with spiritualism which was a popular social-religious movement in the 19th century, and its followers believed you could commune with dead loved ones. Spiritualists believed in an afterlife or spirit world and that, that you could contact spirits through various means to learn more about morality, the nature of God, and what awaits you when you die. The movement was most popular in the US from about the eighteen sixties until about the nineteen twenties. So that's like during and right after the Civil War and World War One. Right. People longed to speak with their dead loved ones, those who had died on the battlefield or due to, say, the Spanish flu, right? The okay. pandemic the Spanish flu pandemic in nineteen eighteen. Yeah. Many mediums gained notoriety for their ability to channel spirits and provide the messages of those spirits to the living. The method of channeling spirits varied. In the 1840s, the Fox sisters claimed to be able to communicate with spirits through rapping sounds like...
1: Oh, so they didn't rap to them?
0: Not rapping sounds. I mean, that would be pretty awesome. Like tapping, rapping. Okay. Yeah, okay. People also held seances known as table turning or table tapping in which participants sat around a table with their hands rested on top, and then someone would speak aloud the alphabet, and the table would tilt or turn to spell out messages from beyond the grave. There was also automatic writing, in which a spirit would use a medium to write out phrases that they had heard from the spirit world, right? So this could be done with pen and paper or... A planchette, which means little plank in French. These heart-shaped pieces of wood spelled out messages using a pencil-holding aberrature pointing downward. Spiritualist and social reformer Robert Dale Owen and his friend, Dr. H.F. Gardner, witnessed the planchettes being used in Paris, in seances in Paris. So they brought some of those back, like those prototypes, the planchettes, and then they were starting to gain notoriety in about 1858,
1: 1860s. Okay. So that's interesting. I I know you provided a picture here on our script. Yes. Um, So you can
0: see exactly what it looks like. I mean, it looks exactly like like the one from the Ouija board that we are now familiar with.
1: Yeah, but also like with a pencil in in the top of it, which that didn't have as a mirror. Rather
0: than the window. Or like
1: window, sorry. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. It also reminds me a little bit of a protractor, a little
0: bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah.
1: Um, but also like everything you said about the, like the rapping sounds and mm-hmm. stuff. And I don't know if you're going to go into further into like movies, but, um, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Flanagan, mm-hmm. Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his Ouija board movie. I'm going to get
0: into that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to that up. comment for okay. a minute. All right. Um, no, if you're going to think of rapping, tapping sounds, think of, um, Bell Witch. Remember we talked about oh, guys and the Bell Witch? Yeah. And she would use that rapping sounds and stuff to, like, communicate in some way. Okay. In the 1880s, a talking board-like device was reportedly used in Ohio. Apparently, there was, like, a spiritualist movement in Ohio. Okay. Of course. And this was according to newspapers of that time. People were using homemade talking boards to commune with spirits during their seances. But the first commercially produced talking boards did not become widely available until the 1890s. It began in 1890 with Charles Kennard of Baltimore, Maryland, who saw an opportunity to market these spirit boards. Charles and four other investors established the Kennard Novelty Company. These boards were not initially called Ouija boards. That came a few years later. According to William Fold, the man who took over the company in 1892, the word Ouija is a combination of the French word we oui and okay. German word ja, which means yes.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. But a more supernatural explanation has also been given for its name. Okay. According to this version of the legend, the sister-in-law of Elijah Bond, who was one of the company's investors, Believed she was a medium. Her name was Helen Peters. During one of her seances, she asked the talking board what it would like to be called. The board allegedly spelled out O, U, I, J, A.
1: <laughs> I like the little click that you're doing in between. <laughs> <Ouija>. sorry.
0: <laughs> when they asked what that word meant, the board answered, "Good luck," mm-hmm. and they. They claim that it's an ancient Egyptian word, and that's what it means, is, is there,
1: good luck. Is there anything that you found that's, like, that's an actual no. Egyptian word right? No,
0: that, that word apparently did not exist until okay. this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of figured that out. And in a weird coincidence, Helen was known to wear a locket with a picture of a woman named Uda, or Uda, Wida, I don't know, Um, It was O-U-I-D-A, which was the pseudonym of the English novelist Maria Louise Rame, an author and women's rights activist who Helen had admired. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. But it was also Helen and her brother-in-law, Elijah, who helped secure the Ouija Board's patent in 1891. See, in order to get a, a U.S. patent, you actually had to prove that your product worked you had to demonstrate that your product
1: worked that's awkward because how do you prove so
0: uh, here we go okay the patent officer told them that in order for him to approve the patent the board had to spell out the name his name if he was going to then provide the patent so it had to spell out his name and according to helen and elijah they did not know his name When they came there to the patent's office, and on that day, Helen, Elijah, and this unknown patent officer—I don't know his name—I couldn't find it—they used the board, and it allegedly spelled out the name of that patent officer. I'm calling bullshit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling bullshit on this because I feel like.
0: But you can't call bullshit because the U.S. patent was actually approved.
1: No, 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 no. no. I'm I'm not saying that. That I'm saying. That they had they, didn't. they found they out knew. who his name was and one of them moved along like every single other person that plays this fucking game does, and they moved it around and they spelled out his name. They found out his name was Mike and they spelled out Mike. <laughs> and he was like, Holy shit, this thing actually works. Patent pended and like a patent like approved and that was it. Okay. So, Well,
0: as I mentioned, William Fole took over the company in eighteen ninety-two and he changed the name of the company to the Ouija Novelty Company. Under his direction, the company increased production of Ouija boards to meet the growing demand. In 1902, he filed his first talking board trademark called the Oracle. Okay. But other companies were trying to market their own version of the talking board. Fold would often sue these companies for infringing on his patents and trademarks. So he was a savvy businessman, right. and he was not gonna just like he saw an opportunity, and he was like, uh, "You yeah. know, this is patented, this is yeah. trademarked. You can't, you can't do yeah, this." I'm
1: gonna sue you if you're gonna use my t- fake talking board. <laughs> In
0: 1919, Fold introduced the Mystifying Oracle to an eager public. The Mystifying Oracle was an exact replica of his original Ouija board, but it was at a cheaper price point. Okay. He also launched a line of trademarked Ouija jewelry, which apparently was, I mean, I get it. I mean, we see how much of the Ouija board stuff at the Spirit of Halloween every year. Like Spirit Halloween, they have like Ouija stuff all the time. Like, I'm a sucker myself. I have one of the pillows. Yeah, you do. And Ouija oil for rheumatism. Oh. Yeah. What does that do? I don't I guess it helps.
1: Okay. okay. I guess it helps.
0: Four decades later, Fold's family sold the rights to the Ouija board to the Parker brothers. Of course. And it is now a trademark of Hasbro, having been inherited from the Parker brothers. Oh,
1: okay. So now it's a full on game.
0: Well, it's market it's, it's marketed that way. It's marketed that way. Right. So I'm sure you are aware so like this board obviously started out as a spiritualist tool for communicating with the dead, right? That was how it was marketed and that's how it was used. However, it's become more of a game. Like it's a board game, right? But skeptics have said, like, look, this is not this is this is bullshit. Like
1: it's me high on a problem, it's me. It's like you're the skeptic here. Like this I, I feel like these these boards, like and I've seen them and you know, used in movies, but also like in real life, like someone moves it and like, you know, Oh my God. Yeah. It's moved. Oh my God. It said yes or no. Or okay. it spelled out my first cousin's former roommate's name of like, you know, Jeff, like it just, Jisk. Yes. And so, I mean like, you know, it just, it, shout out one, to
0: what we do in the shadows. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it's one of those things where, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's subject, it's like subjective, on like okay. Whoever's using it. Okay.
0: So skeptics say that the claim is that the the planchette moves due to idiomotor effect or unconscious okay. muscular movement. So in other words, you put your fingers on it, and you don't think you're moving it, but you are subconsciously moving it. Like you said, it, it's all it's done without you realizing that you're you're moving but it. But
1: also. But also, somebody could just be fucking with you. And you could, lie. yes,
0: there so definitely those instances. Okay. But, still, there are many who believe the Ouija board is more than just an innocent board game. Many Catholics and Protestant Christian denominations warn that followers should not be using the Ouija board. Trying to communicate with spirits is frowned upon. Who's to say whether you're speaking to a human spirit, or rather a you know, dead, deceased loved one, or an inhuman spirit. Christians believe using the board could open you up to demonic oppression or even possession, right? Think- so oppression is like you're you're feeling depressed, you're feeling upset, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling whatever, and then possession is actually where the demonic spirit takes over your body.
1: I think every time a Ouija board is used in media – it is used. Oh, I'm just gonna like play with this innocent board game, and then it ends up like spawning. So
0: that's what I'm gonna get like, into. A demon. Okay. Okay.
1: I'm just gonna shut up then. For this yeah. You're, you're you're predicting.
0: <laughs> you're using your Ouija board mind to predict what's gonna happen. I actually this. have a Ouija board over right here, here on and you're the just side, like moving it around. and I'm
1: moving around, and it's telling me
0: what to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't allow that shit in my house. I know you don't have that. Okay, so as depicted in the nineteen seventy-three horror movie The Exorcist, young Reagan plays with the Ouija board by herself, believing she is communicating with a spirit called Captain Howdy. Yeah, that
1: movie rules, by the way.
0: <laughs> Soon she begins to act strangely, and her mother believes she is possessed by a demon. Two Catholic priests are brought to the home in order to in an attempt to save the child's soul, essentially. But before you say, well, that's just a movie, the truth is the novel on which the movie is based was inspired by a 1949 case of supposed demonic possession and exorcism that author William Blatty heard about while he was in college. Roland Doe is a pseudonym for a 14-year-old boy who was allegedly possessed by a demon after playing with a Ouija board. Bladdy read the journal of the Jesuit priest Father William S. Bowdern who performed the exorcism on Roland Doe. Hmm. So that's actually what inspired the movie.
1: Look, okay. As we go through this stuff, I might like say I am conflicted on like Okay. <laughs> Ouija boards, Like I think like on, on half, I mean you're
0: not playing Ouija boards. No like, not. They're not allowed in our house.
1: Yeah I don't play with them but like also I don't I think they're kind of bullshit too. So like I think I mean you, you say this stuff and I'm like okay like you know maybe that's the case maybe it opens a door blah 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 but also on the other hand I'm like okay like it's just it's just a fucking board game like for for real. It's like it's not real this is stupid. So, I mean... Okay,
0: but... Okay. But then... um, Oh, that's too controversial. I'm not going to say that. Many things have been claimed to be, like, just a board game, just a book, just a whatever, and it's been used to still progress evil. Like... Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could be right. But, I mean, like, the thing is, is, like, again, the Ouija board has... I mean, there's...
0: Just because you haven't had an experience doesn't mean that it can't... True, but it's like solo Target.
1: Like, I mean... Okay,
0: but that doesn't mean anything. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. So, since The Exorcist, there have been several other horror movies that depict young people using the spearboard only to be influenced by an evil entity. We actually just recently watched... <laughs> I just said <love> this. <laughs> Ouija, Origin of Evil... And it was actually pretty good. I, was, okay, I mean, okay. compared yeah. to its predecessor, the Ouija, the the original Ouija yeah, movie. the First
1: movie sucked.
0: I think it's because Mike Flanagan was involved with the okay. sequel.
1: And this is not related. everything.
0: Flanagan yeah, touches is gold.
1: Yeah, it's not related to the Ouija, but Mike Flanagan. We love is you,
0: Mike Flanagan, friends. my dude.
1: Like can you're you, the you, best. If you listen to this podcast, this oh my is god! A if pro, you listen
0: to our podcast,
1: it's a pro Mike Flanagan
0: podcast. We
1: love you. We love you. <laughs> so, I mean. Hunting a house is the best. I mean, I would say so good. I would say that Midnight is... You Mass like Midnight Mass, Yes.
0: Is, okay. It's playing a, again, It's, it's I mean, you are such a genius. If you're ever in, if you're ever in Louisville, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. But
1: anyway, like the whole the whole thing is is like he actually does a really good job of like this family Buys a Ouija board. Yeah. And well, it's,
0: it's a mother who is down on her luck, and she is, like, performing seances, right? And so she's, like, doing it, the table turning and all that, and, like, the wrapping. And, yes. And so she then ends up getting the Ouija board. She sees it at a store. She decides to buy it, mm-hmm. and it's her young daughter who gets really focused in on the Ouija board. Yes. And it kind of tempts her. And... Yeah,
1: so, so the mom is actually doing more of, like, the actual like you know the trickery part of it where right it's right like, right you know she's she's which using...
0: was common that was yeah. a common thing like that really did happen
1: yeah and it's actually kind of cool to see that
0: because
1: yeah. she's using her knees to like 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 to like, move cr- the
0: bo- to move the table move or... the table
1: and then she has her young daughters doing certain things to like to like
0: turn lights on or like yeah. light a candle or and, yeah
1: and, and so um and then, like, the Ouija board comes into it, and then it ends up being a whole other thing. So, but, yeah, Flanagan can do no wrong.
0: Yeah, he's guess. amazing. So. He's really good. All right, so, um, other movies that feature a Spearboard include Witchboard.
1: <laughs> Witchboard.
0: 1986. Mm,
1: that movie is something else. <laughs> that movie is probably one of the best worst horror movies I've ever seen in my entire
0: life. It's an life. 80s
1: horror. It's 80s, but it's it is.
0: 80s. Ooh. It's pure 80s. Um, what Lies Beneath, which is just a, cl- there's just a part in it where she uses the Ouija board to communicate with oh, I don't remember the woman that has that that passed. And yeah. Okay. So, and then Paranormal Activity, of course. The famous scene where it lights on fire and it's like.
1: I would like to say that the first Paranormal Activity was fantastic. Was fantastic. Yeah. Even the second
0: um, one really wasn't bad. It, it wasn't was just, bad. It went I, all downhill from there i think
1: the thing is is that and what we do in and this is just a soapbox like derail here um you know hollywood will find a horror movie original like like situation that's like really freaking good like paranormal activity
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then we run it into the ground <laughs> with, like seven
0: seasons. we just well, yeah um
1: but the first one is excellent it works really well that movie was made like for like pennies like like yeah like regarding like what they earned
0: yeah yeah <laughs> they, it was made they, it was made very cheaply considering yes, how much they actually they penned. earned
1: a fuck ton of
0: money <laughs> a fuck ton and
1: it's it's crazy if you look that up like look up like how much paranormal activity actually made versus what they shot that for. And you'll be like, Holy shit. I could totally make a movie. Cause I've thought that as well. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like I have so many ideas for movies and I can make that. And like, and then like, and what they made it for and what they used. And then we could be millionaires. Yeah. My love. Let's so, do it.
0: All right. <laughs> okay. So I will say that there is, um, many occultists, who believe that the talking board should only be used by trained professionals. It can be dangerous in the hands of inexperienced users. I, okay. So, so it's, it's okay. So I've heard it like it. So i listened to, um, Jim Harold's podcast, yeah. um, paranormal podcast. And, um, and he often talks about like how the Ouija board, like in his hands, it's like, um, he what does he say? He's like, it's like a tool, and in some people's hands, it's it's used effectively. But if he were to do it, who is completely inexperienced and he wouldn't know what to do with the with the tool, it would be dangerous, right? So it's like okay. it's like a gun. It's like you if you haven't oh, gone okay. out and shot a gun, you're gonna like Pfft, you're gonna potentially kill someone. But if you're like someone who knows how to shoot, you've been taught, you've been target you've been to target practice kind of thing right. then you might know
1: but this is also marketed
0: as a boy guy. yes and because because it's, it's been it's because it's been minimalized, minimalized the effects of it like right. the in it's meant to look innocent even though it may not be like i mean you're trying to commune with spirits right and anytime you open yourself up to right. spirits entities beings like beyond the grave like they, they will, they will talk back. Like you, what is it? Um, I looked into the darkness and the darkness looked back.
1: Right.
0: It's like that. It's like that, um, idea that you communicate with it and it's going to communicate back. Like it's right. going to take that opportunity to communicate with you. So you have to be careful. So before we jump into some stories, um, let's take a quick break. Okay. And then we'll, we'll come right back. Okay. Um, While we're taking a quick break, I wanted to let you know how you can help support the podcast. Of course, we love the fact that you listen to us. Um, We love that you follow us on Instagram and comment on our photos. But we would love it if you like our podcast, if you could share it with your family and friends that you think might be interested in spooky, paranormal, true crime stuff, then share our podcast with them. We are on all major podcast platforms. Um, Also, like and review us on those platforms so that we get more uh, ratings. That would be fantastic. Um, Also if you're not following us on instagram we hope that you will we are at spirited underscore spirits underscore podcast and on there on our profile you can actually click our link tree and get more information um we have a buy us a coffee account um haven't received any coffees just yet but (laughs) we thought we would go ahead and um, sign up for that and we would love it if you if you're able to help us out that would be great financially um otherwise Just keep listening, sharing the podcast, rating, and reviewing, and we appreciate all your support. Now back to the show. Okay, so let's talk about some of these stories, right, um, of people who are inexperienced users. Um, So I'll go first. I actually have two personal Ouija board stories that I want to tell. Technically, one is mine. Okay. And... One is my mom's or my grandma's. I mean, I've
1: known you forever, so I know these stories. So.
0: Yeah. So my mom and my grandma had a shared experience and my aunt, but I you know, haven't chatted with her to like get her point of view. So my story is that, um, in fourth, fifth grade, um, we went over to my friend Johanna's house and, uh. uh It was a slumber party and they pulled out the Ouija board. I was very much against this. I knew from talking to my grandma and my mom that they were anti-Ouija board. And so I, when they pulled out the Ouija board, I was very upset. I did not want to be involved at all. So they were trying to like, they had the board out. They had the planchette. They put their fingers on it. I refused to do it. I was just standing back as an observer and they were just trying to communicate, asking questions, okay? So I will admit this um, now, like 30 years later, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that um, so they weren't getting any responses from the Ouija board. So they left and they went in to, like, the living room and they were watching a movie. I would sneak into the kitchen where they had been playing with the Ouija board And I would move the planchette so that it would spell out things. So they would go into the kitchen to get popcorn and it would move. It would have moved. And so they started figuring out that it was spelling out the devil is come. It was going to say coming before they started freaking out. That was me. I was... I was the one moving the planchette so that it would spell out. The devil is coming because I, well, it was me and Elise. Like we were trying to like move it around because I had a cohort and we were just trying to like make sure that they would stop playing with the damn Ouija board because we didn't like it. Like we were freaked out. We didn't want them playing with it. So, so it so- worked. It worked though, because they didn't play with the damn Ouija so, board. No anymore. Really
1: so So my thing is, is your way of trying to get them to stop playing with the Ouija board is to show them that the Ouija board worked?
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Fuck yeah, that's what I did. That sounds... <laughs> did it work? It worked. It, I, yeah. It's now 30 years later and I'm confessing to this. I don't think they ever knew it was me. If they're listening to the podcast right now, it was me. I did it. I moved <laughs> it. Okay. I spelled it out. <clears throat> anyway. Okay. So, that was the first one because I never had any other experiences. Like, my mom never allowed the Ouija board in our house. And it was because of what happened to her when she was younger. So, back in what? Oh, my God. It was the late 60s. Um, my mom, who was a teenager, my aunt, and my grandmother were in the basement my okay. grandma's house okay, and they had had some friends over and it, because it was late 60s, right after uh, John F. Kennedy had died. Okay. Okay. And they had the, they had, I guess my grandma decided to buy a Ouija board or one of the <clears throat> friends brought over a Ouija board. I don't know, but um, they decided they were going to get the Ouija board out and they were going to try and communicate with JFK. Wow. And so, Yes. So they all put their fingers on the planchette and they're like, JFK, are you here? And it's like, you know, slowly moving around. And they're like, what happened to you? How did you die? Because there was a lot, there's still to this day, there's a lot of controversy around what happened to JFK. Right. And, and, the, and at that
1: point. The single were...
0: bullet theory and all of that. Right. Okay. Well,
1: no, 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 no. Not the single bullet theory, the magic bullet Magic theory.
0: bullet theory, yes. Let's be honest here. Because how did it change directions? Right. Yes.
1: We'll talk about that magic bullet theory at some point. That
0: might be another episode. That would
1: be episode. a Drew episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they were asking, like, what happened to you? How did, how did you die? And the planchette started moving, I guess. And my mom said she looked up. And hovering above the table where they were playing with the Ouija board was what she described as JFK, JFK's head. Like it was his floating head, bodyless head. Like it was just his head floating above. Okay. And she said and my grandmother valid like my grandma told me the story initially. My mom validated it. I never got to talk to my aunt about it. But this happened. And I mentioned it just recently to my mom to say, "Hey, is are you like, are you fine with me telling the story on the podcast?" And she's like, "Yeah, that's." She's like, "I probably, I think I suppressed this because it and, was so terrifying."
1: And she actually saw this. Right? Yes, yes. Because I, I, yeah, I love, I love your mother. I, I do, <laughs> like, I love her, but I. I have a hard time. She said
0: she remembers the after effects more than she remembers what actually happened because I think she suppressed it. She said, I think it was so terrifying what the, that experience that I suppressed it. She said, I remember my mom freaking out and I remember her throwing away the Ouija board. So my question, they never were allowed to have Ouija boards in the house after that moment. I growing up was never allowed to play with a Ouija board. It was never allowed in the house. And then that's why I reacted the right, way that whoa. I did when I went to Johanna's house and they pulled it out. So All I'm right. just saying. We're going to get a Ouija board next week. Fuck no. <laughs> I ha- I have a look, my tank top is a Ouija board. All I right. love the look. Of, I'm going to tell you right now, I fucking love the look of the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. I love it. My tank top. I'm obsessed with my current tank top, um, which I've actually had for years. Um, I had the pillow that we have that I'm getting ready to pull out because it's officially sp- spooky spooky season in July 21st. I don't care. It's officially spooky season, guys. Um, I'm going to pull out the Ouija board pillow here in a minute. Doesn't mean I want you to go and get a planchette and start spilling out some fucking messages on it. Okay? I'm, I'm, I, I like the look I'm of it. Order. It's spooky as hell. Yep. But I don't want you communicating with the dead in my house. I've already had one fucking possessed doll in our home. We don't need anything else. Okay? I'm in Moving, on. I'm Moving on. Order. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on.
1: i'm ordering a ouija board from target to be picked up
0: tomorrow fuck you okay
1: that's just bullshit
0: okay so i did put out a call to our instagram followers to see if they had any true spooky experiences with Ouija boards but i did not hear from any of you all um so i started browsing reddit and here's just a few that i found reddit
1: is a good place to to
0: i look, look look
1: I agree. I
0: I try to find what I find, and this is what I get. Okay, and they seem legit. Like you know, I have no reason to question their authenticity. Okay, so here's the first one. Back in college, a group of friends pulled out the board. I wasn't keen on it, but went ahead. There was some silliness and obvious movement by others, but then it got serious. I took my hands off the board and said I wanted to talk to Dave, not his real name, and none of the people there knew anything about Dave, as I had gone to high school in another state and Dave had died during that time. We weren't great friends, but my brother had been friends with him, and I never had a reason to talk to him before. Anyway, I asked again, and their hands started moving into the planchette around and, and spelled yes. I asked, how do I know? How How did you die? It spelled out fiery crash for people. I was surprised. Everyone was like, is that true? I then asked, are you okay? The planchette started going all over the board and kept spelling, help me, help me, help me. Then inhale, inhale, inhale. Everyone touching the planchette immediately pulled their hands off and we all jumped up. They quickly pulled, they quickly put the board up. I went back to the dorm again around 1 a.m. and went to bed. About 4 a.m., my phone rings. I answer and hear this god-awful moaning, screaming, and help me cries. I freaked out and slammed down the phone. I immediately called my friends. Their mom answered. I was kind of hysterical and asking if they were awake. She told me they were no, they were all asleep, asked what was wrong and went and woke them and woke them were awake. I don't know. So she told them, she told me they were all asleep, asked what was wrong and went to wake them. Okay. I know they did not do it because their mom wouldn't have made them tell me and know that how upset it was. They offered to come over and get me, but I went down to the lobby and hung out there and the night staff watching TV until the sun came up. I went and talked to a priest that that day and never touched it again. Touched a Ouija board, I guess. They never will either. So I guess after that experience, it spooked him so much that he, his friends and him, like...
1: So I have...
0: Okay, go ahead. These are Reddit stories.
1: I know, the, the Reddit stories. That, that's exactly what I'm saying, is that I feel like I, I'm like, uh, some of these could be bullshit. So, I mean. Okay. All right, let's go to the next one.
0: Okay. <laughs> next one. Whenever I was around 14, a couple of my cousins and I decided to play with one. Ouija board. We'd been at it all day, and it kept saying demon, etc. And we thoroughly enjoyed scaring ourselves to it. And we decided on the mileage, so we sat and thought of an in- intentionally hard question none of us would know the answer to. And we decided on the mileage of our mom's car. My suggestion, which I had no inkling of being a 14-year-old girl and they'd never been in the car. It gave, I, it gave it, I guess, the correct answer. We went to go check. It nailed it right to the mile. It's, we, it was, still weirds me out a tad. So I guess it. Okay. They asked for the mom's mileage, and then it provided.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna say this: is that so far, you could say all this stuff, and it could be completely a lie. Um, Mason, for, any, Reddit. for any any type of internet clout that you want. Um, who's getting clout on Reddit? Who's getting clout on Reddit? That's
0: um
1: i as a person that actually looks at reddit that's a question
0: okay <laughs> okay but but
1: what i'm saying is, is that that like you're saying that you're looking at it and, oh it's a demon oh and it, it could determine the mileage of my mom's car which i could actually go out and look at it. like
0: yeah, but they, no. the fourteen-year-old uh, I guess didn't. I don't know. Fuck look, it. look. I'm just reading directly from. I know, I know, I know. I literally I know. copy and pasted from.
1: I know you did, but I'm I'm sitting here telling you that I don't believe it.
0: Okay. Oh. Are you ready for the last one? I don't know if I'm. It's a long one. Okay. Okay. My junior year of high school, I went to a party where the host eventually brought out a Ouija board. I was big into paranormal stuff then, but I didn't know the dangers one of these boards could hold. Typical questions were asked, but it started to get incredibly dark in my vision, even though lights were on, didn't seem to help any. The last being, how old will I be when I die? Everyone got traditional numbers except for me. It just went to zero, then one, then zero, then one. It bounced back and forth between these two numbers until someone just shook the piece and said it was being stupid. At that point, I just stopped playing. It weirded me out. Now I have a pretty good sense of things. I can sense and normally see beings or ghosts. He showed up to me. He I don't know who he is. Showed up to me during one of my classes. Not even a week, few weeks later. I guess the being and the board. At first, he felt like comfort, like a perfect protector. But I would learn that was not the case. Weird things began happening in our home. Drawers opening, whispers, shadows, lights in places where they shouldn't be, books moving. But at night, it could be worse. He would stand in front of my door and the fear would just ooze out of him and his form would change. I had no doubt he was downright evil. I began to deal with this for a couple of years till I met my now husband. We got our first home, and things began to escalate. Now, keep in mind, we had a small rental, about 400 square feet total, so standing in the living room, we could see really any point of the house. Footsteps, breathing whispers began became the norm. At the time, my soon-to-be husband was a practicing Wiccan and had blessed our home, but forgot about the porch and outer walls. We would hear scratches on the walls and knocking on the door and windows. People had seen my attachment as a shadow and everyone stated he was tall and built like a brick house. That he felt just outright bad and would always go back into the room I was in. My husband had tried to banish him and it did not go well. You see, my husband worked the closing shift and would get home around 3.30 a.m. There was a road he would have to take that was very haunted as well. Lots of accidents, and right next to a good-sized river. One night he got home, and he was extremely pale and sweating. I knew something happened, but he wouldn't tell me. And he was, and at that time he didn't want me to worry. After about a week, he finally told me that driving on that road that night. His brakes failed, and he couldn't stop. He was going about 60 miles per hour, and the wheel began to jerk out of his hands towards the river. He had to use all his strength to keep that car on the road, which was curvy already to begin with, because the wheel was just yanking so hard towards the river. Spoiler alert, the brakes were fine the next day, and the wheel was not having any issues. When he told me this had happened, I finally said that enough was enough. If evil could exist, so could good, and I started talking, taking him with me to church and that my parents were going to. Okay, so it was the church your parents were going to. I gave myself to God, told the entity that it was not welcome and and needed to leave, and the haunting stopped. For the first time in years, my home was quiet and it stayed that way, even though I had stopped going to church for the most part. We are no longer living in that house, and even and have even moved out of state. But our our new home is quiet and kind. The only spirit that visits is my fur baby Solo, who said goodbye to last year. Oh, her fur baby died. From my experiences, don't play with Ouija boards. It nearly cost my love's life in the long run. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna say something controversial Uh-oh. maybe here, but I, I call bullshit on all of this. Um. So number one. <clears throat> so okay. Looking at this, like narrative.
0: These are just three stories pull bro, I pulled from.
1: Right. I know. I'm not blaming you at all. I'm. I'm saying who who actually has, like, written this. Or um. <clears throat> so one thing that kind of pulls for me is like oh like you know 3 30 a.m like the the constant like you know time frame that people like
0: 3 a.m is the witching hour it's, right, the, right, it's right. the time that it was the anti of christ being crucified yes the
1: fact that this is a very long story i know i mean mm. doesn't
0: so. mean, doesn't mean it didn't happen hun like it doesn't mean it didn't happen you can't so that's the thing. It's like it kills me. Is so you're like, oh, I leave it. Don't be this is someone's truth. Like, if you want to talk about, like,
1: no, this is a, this is not somebody's truth.
0: This is someone's truth. No. You have no reason to just dis- to just it. Like, you have no reason to believe it didn't actually happen.
1: There's numerous reasons why.
0: Okay, why?
1: Okay. So first of all,
0: just because you are not great at grammar doesn't no mean no, no no.
1: First of
0: all, um... I'm so waiting. <laughs> You're full of shit. I'm not full of shit. Yeah, you can't come up with an excuse for why. Just listen. Just because you haven't had a personal experience with a Ouija board doesn't mean that someone else hasn't. And this is this person's truth, so you can't disregard it. And now they're not making any fucking money on this. Like, they're just writing on Reddit. oh. They're not on like a talk show or a paranormal show. They're they're just telling what happened to them. How can you disregard it? You're just looking. You're looking at the words like, how do I disregard this? You can't. Fuck you. You can't. <laughs> you're just. You're trying I, to. It,
1: this all sounds like everything that you could like.
0: Just cause look not type... super great. Right? No, 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 not no. no.
1: Like... like anything you could like look at any type of movie. And it's just like, oh, like this happened to me. Like that's 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 how I think of that.
0: Yeah, is that how you think of what happened to me and our experience with the fucking doll?
1: No, because you
0: literally woke me up and had a hammer. Okay, well, this over, person, over, this over, person over had this true experience, and they're explaining it <sighs> on know. how can you, how can you say? Because I'm not, I'm not a believer, honey. I, I know. I, I don't know. I, I just, know that's exactly the problem is you don't fully believe what I went through. You don't fully believe what I went through a few years ago with a fucking possessed doll. And so you're going to disregard what someone else is putting here on paper mm. or online, on Reddit. This is their truth. This is what they experienced. This is what they went through. And I have no reason to disregard or, or not believe what they say.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Is that all you have to say? <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you think? Like, what have you have you ever have you ever been to someone's th- house with the Ouija board? Okay,
1: no, but I think that the people on Reddit are like, oh, I'm going to put something on there to like get as many like oh like thumbs up of this post as possible.
0: No, there was like fucking zero thumbs up on this post when I looked at it. Okay, I literally just was like, okay, let's let's see this and. It was like one month ago. This, these are comments that I saw on a post. You know. have nothing to say. I, I think
1: that people that use Ouija boards, I don't know, are are know, what. I, I don't think it's real. I don't why. Because I think the the thing is so is that you're using the movement of your hands and like people are like oh like what like okay like oh I... what we went
0: through what we experienced at um Dartmouth, Dartmouth was that real yeah I don't know was that real I
1: don't know if it wasn't a was Ouija
0: board but we had the um all I know is EMF cur- detector was that real
1: I don't know you cursed us some Nazi ghost and maybe. it got
0: fucking pissed didn't it
1: <laughs> it did and it reacted it did yeah was that real it could have been i
0: you have nothing to say because (laughs) you don't because you have no you have no scientific explanation for what happened i
1: don't i don't have a scientific explanation of what happened but i'm um like even with like a ouija board i'm like i don't i don't know i don't that think that's real
0: okay I think I think
1: I think it's something that somebody is you're using like like one person is like oh I'm gonna like fuck with everybody else and like like kind of move it around that's what I I mean
0: I'm not saying that doesn't happen but I'm also saying you leave yourself open to the potential to be communicated with evil entities and what about remember how many times have we had little like Fun nights where we've decided we were gonna like try and light as a feather, stiff as a board. How do you explain that?
1: I think I think light as a feather, stiff as a board is like
0: is like what? (laughs) How do you explain it? (laughs) Exactly, you can't. You can't. You can't explain it. I think
1: that's just like suggestion.
0: It's oh, it's suggestion that we're able to lift someone higher. Yeah.
1: Like you, that, you're able to lift somebody higher. You have it's the ability to. You no, know. it's
0: bullshit.
1: I think the whole spiritualism piece is something that's like, okay, you know, it's in the past. I think, like with Ouija boards, you know,
0: you're gonna be. <laughs> this is so controversial. Okay you are going to be so your mind is going to be fucking blown when you get to that point like i truly believe you when you
1: if i see a ghost okay if i see a ghost i'll say it on the podcast so
0: if my ass dies before you i'm haunting your ass (laughs) That's fine. And you're going to see me, and I know you're not going to be like... You're going to be like, I do okay. it's not real. And I'm going to be like, fuck you, bitch. It is real. And... All right,
1: if you die before me, and you haunt me on the podcast, I'll be yeah. on the podcast.
0: So. You'll probably be able to report me, but that's fine. Anyway, so... That's fine. Listeners, if you have had a spooky experience with a Ouija board, or Spirit Box, or... Any other type of ghost communication, we would love to hear about it. Please tell us. Email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. Yeah.
1: And, it's you you know, again, thank you for joining us. And join us next week as we talk about spirits. As we sip on spirits. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: bye. Bye.